welcome back to Give Space Podcast. I am your host, Isabella Price. If you are new, welcome. This is a space where we discuss what it means to be a work in progress in every aspect of existence. If you are a frequent listener, thank you for being here. I'm very excited. So general life update, I am feeling slightly weird today. The cancer full moon is it's really strong. Personally, I am a Libra with a rising in Sag and a moon in Taurus with absolutely zero water in my chart. So cancer season slash cancer full moons are a lot for me. Um, It calls on me to resolve deep things that I don't necessarily resolve (laughs) normally, such as, you know, eating well and journaling and basic self-care needs right now. That's like what's unresolved for me because pandemic life is a lot. So if you're relating to that right now, I am reminding both of us to go on a walk. I hope you're on a walk right now. That sounds lovely. I'm going to go on a walk after I record this. But yes, welcome. Welcome to Give Space. (laughs) I am going to be talking to Lindsay Rem today, YouTuber, graphic designer, and all-around artist and an influencer. And she talks a lot about her experience with that in this episode, which is really fascinating to hear her perspective on because she is such an intellectual woman. And yeah, we met through Instagram and we've gone on some coffee dates together. And she's just someone that I really miss this year because she's someone that I I reach for when I'm feeling uninspired and, and low. And I really enjoyed this podcast because... I told her in the beginning that I wanted to treat it kind of like a FaceTime catch-up because I think that that's something in our life right now that we're all missing so much. Um, And this is just my reminder to you that after you're done listening to this podcast, reach out to someone who you're missing. Reach out to someone who makes you feel uplifted. Reach out to that person that you would always go and get a coffee with but not necessarily talk to every single day. They miss you and... Sometimes we just need that gentle reminder. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you do, please leave it a review and subscribe because there's so much more to come. Tune in next week because I'm going to be interviewing slash talking to my partner, Philip Suye. So I'm really excited about that. Have a beautiful listen and I'll talk with you soon. Before you get started in the conversation, one more small disclaimer. Something happened in the recording of the audio because Lindsay and I were both using Apple headphones with the cords. It layered in this very odd way that makes it seem as though we were speaking over each other when in actuality we were waiting for for each other to speak before beginning to speak. So I just wanted to say that before you begin listening. If you ever notice this like weird layering thing, it's because something happened. So I hope you enjoy and I hope that you have a lovely day. Thank you for being here. She is a kitten and I found her in a shed. Oh my god. So you like, you were the one that rescued her. Hello. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Just making sure that this is working. Oh, it is. And your audio is incredible. Wow. So okay, clear. it's kind of like you're in the room, which is wow. incredible. Shout out to my Apple headphones that came with my phone with the cord. Yeah, 
you know it's really funny because I have AirPods and I recorded my trailer episode with them and I was like this is gonna be incredible and it was awful yeah (laughs) I learned that from a podcast I was on as well yes well you have all the tips and tricks I don't know about that (laughs) I, I am so new to the world of podcasting this is I think my third one I've ever been on I'm and excited for that. Yeah, so it's, it's very exciting. I'm... Wait, that's really funny because it's the third one you've been on and this is the third episode. I was just going to say that. That's amazing. There has to be some sort of, like, alignment there. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute because I was thinking about when when we were talking, I think we were just DMing the day you posted the first episode. I was thinking about that time we had breakfast in mm-hmm. at Squirrel and I told you you're like the first person I ever told that I wanted to start a podcast. I remember that because yeah. I, I was like, wow, I would also love to start a podcast. And I don't I, I always knew I wouldn't want to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it worked out that we are speaking on a podcast together in one way I or know. another. I know. I just love the the like symbiotic feeling of. Yeah telling someone that you want to do something and I remember you were so supportive you were like yes you have, you have to do that you have to do well, that tomorrow. because every time I talk to you I always just feel so like inspired and it's probably because you're a writer like just the way you speak is very like fluid and interesting and so yeah I was so excited yes well thank you so much for for giving me such affirming words I really appreciate it anytime um and Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Yes. Um, hi there. My name is Lindsay. Online, I go by Lindsay Rem. My full name is Lindsay Rempelski. But I'm a graphic designer, YouTuber, if you will, um, overall content creator. And I've been doing things like that for about seven years now. And I also have a Bachelor of Fine Art in Graphic Design, which we will most likely be talking about today. Um, And I I graduated in 2019, so like a year before the pandemic. I feel so bad for everyone that just graduated into it. Oh my gosh, I feel you so hard. I've been feeling that just pressure of the first year out. and Because I think we graduated. The same year. Same year, yeah, Mm -hmm. around the same time. In May. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's still, even though, I mean, we were so lucky to be able to have all the festivities still a year out, the pandemic has completely hit us. Um, Like our, you know, everyone's like still taking off in their journey and their career. And then the pandemic was just like, oh no, (laughs) no, you can't. Sorry. Yep. That forget about that. I remember because didn't we move into our apartments our first year out like the same time? Probably. I moved around July. Yep. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, love that. I know. Yeah. Every, like I never could have expected this. No. <laughs> you know? No. I. It's really funny because before <laughs> I was like, you know, before the pandemic, mm-hmm. I was really like, okay, this is my time because I just stopped working at a restaurant. Yeah. Um, this is my time to just get everything together I just feel it like I can feel this Mm -hmm. sense of I have to like let that chapter close and just go to the next the next thing and then the pandemic happened and life just went on hold but yes did you did you have any time in between to um, kind of like yes yes okay I did I actually sadly my fallback job since I was like my first year out of college has been working at Brandy Melville Mm mm-hmm 
because my really close friend Sarah, bless her heart, has always just been like, she's a manager. She's always mm-hmm. just been like, hey, you, I know you like this isn't your dream job, but I always will schedule you. Like That's I have sweet. your back. Yeah. So sweet. So I actually had to start working there again, like between the pandemic. Because mm-hmm. I just hadn't, I hadn't found like my, my gig yet. I hadn't yeah. found like my groove. Um, and so I'd been working there two weeks and then the pandemic <laughs> happened. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been crazy, but what? Like, I, Cause how, I was just going to say you... my, I had kind of a similar situation with like my, I was working a, a part-time job, um, but nine to five, three days a week along okay. with YouTube yes. and, well, um, that yeah it was too much basically but I I really enjoyed it um but it ended because the the job basically ended it was only needed for that period of time it ended March 12th which was pretty much the day that LA was like officially on lockdown so I went from being in an office with 200 people to like working living alone because my roommate had flown home and then like couldn't fly back Oh my goodness. But before that, before that, I was like, yeah, my job's going to end in two weeks. I'm going to have so much time to do YouTube. I'm just going <laughs> to pick up so many freelance projects, be so inspired and work out all the time. <laughs> don't, you, LOL. don't you love that feeling? Like, yeah, the idea that you could have some semblance of a plan and yes. go after that plan and then life is just yes. like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've talked about this with my therapist. I forget what like the actual name is, but it's just like when you think that some sort of destination, like mm. just this like fake idea that any destination will bring you happiness or like ultimate content joy, you know? Like yes. I always thought like, oh, when I graduated, I'll be so happy once I moved to LA. I'll be so happy once my job is over. I finally won't be stressed. Like, these things just don't exist. Yeah. You have I, to, like, enjoy the journey and, like, life just, you know, is unexpected. But that's no I fun. really relate to that right now. Um, <laughs> I know. I really do. Uh, I'm living back in my parents' house for the time being. And I – it's just been so much different yeah, shifting of things. Because, you know, I had my own apartment and I had to let go of that just because I, I needed to take a break. I needed yeah. to, like, let go of, of – I was in the middle of a global pandemic when yeah. my lease was up. Oh like, God. I needed to just reset. Yeah. So I was living with my boyfriend for a little bit. And then I was like, I actually need to be in my own space. So I moved in with my back in with my parents and – I, I do like I relate so much to your idea of this like manifesting what what did you call it what was the term just kind of like this d- false destination yes. I don't even know we need to come up with some sort of name for it I feel like it's like <laughs> I don't really have one destination manifestation something like that anxiety <laughs> yes. I have no idea oh yeah yes destination anxiety yeah I, I have that like feeling inside of myself because I'm like I need to move out I need to be yes. on my own I need to be a woman. And but guess what? It's like living alone during a pandemic is actually super sad. Yep. Exactly. And so you probably don't even want that. Exactly. I, exactly. I was basically alone for like three months because my roommate was gone and and the pandemic. And it was just like, wow, uh, I never expected this. And I, I thought about definitely living with my parents because I wow. knew I didn't want to live alone. Yeah. 
that's insane. Didn't you also move during the pandemic? I did. As well? Yeah, it worked oh out God. that I found um, my roommate Maddie. Um, also yes. needed. <laughs> you probably know her. Everyone. Yes. Everyone knows her. Um, but we we both needed somewhere to live, and so I was really grateful because you know I thankfully am in a place where you know I. I things were still okay enough savings wise that like I could continue yes. like living out on my own and I didn't have to move home quite yet just because I, I just moved to LA a year ago. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. so I was just like, Oh, cause you went to college up here. I went to college in orange. Yeah. So, like I just have been wanting to be in LA for so long that I just Completely. didn't, I didn't want to go back quite yet, but I knew I didn't want to live alone. So oh, yeah. So yes, um, we viewed apartments like with masks on and online and did the whole thing. And now you're, you're really, really happy with where you're at now, right? Oh my gosh. This place is gorgeous. Good. Yes. Although, I mean, the plumbing is another issue, but, (laughs) but I I would say that like, yeah, I I really, I like the vibe of this place a lot better than my last one. That's good. I, Mm -hmm. Like, my first apartment, there were so many little idiosyncrasies to them. <laughs> and, like, I missed the feeling of being on my own. But... Well, you had the cutest, like, yellow kitchen, right? Yes. Yes. I, yes. It was. Oh, oh I, I I miss it. I do. Of course. But I'm really grateful for, like, the lessons that this year has brought. And so many. I'm, Too I'm many. I'm really, really excited for 2021, even though it doesn't really even mean anything it still means something you know it does I know I know everyone says like you don't have to make resolutions you can do them all the time which I fully stand by I love just deciding to change things but there is something that feels really good about starting over in January can I ask you do you have any idea of what some of your resolutions are what some of your your manifestations your Mm. goals well that's a hard one. I, you know, I'm probably going to go with trying to do more passion projects mm. or, you know, you, you understand like things yes. truly just for myself and for the love of it, like just creating without, for not, not for pay, creating for myself. And then like, yes. if I love the thing, I could always like sell it later or something, you know, yes. but I haven't had both the time or the motivation to do any art on my own for a while and um so I'd love to do that again so that's probably my main thing because I I have you know started walking because I got a dog so Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm currently like pretty active and I don't know it's definitely like the creativity side that I yes that has been diminished (laughs) because of 2020 I feel you this year has been it, I feel like the hardest thing, I talked to my friend Caroline for mm-hmm. the next episode, even though it's not up yet. Um, <laughs> we talked a lot about distraction mm-hmm. and how a lot of the time uh, writer's block or creativity block is from not being able to just focus in and find that flow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this year more than anything, it's be- and it's fully not our fault. Like yes. there's so much noise and so much pressure and just all around I I just anxiety in general mm-hmm. um I mean we went through a presidential election we had so much going on this year and it's it's okay it's okay that we've like needed the time to heal but at the same time I know for you like being creative is such like a big part of our identity that when yeah. it 
isn't full, like that muscle isn't being used all the time, it is so weird. It's like, yeah. well, I mean, I, I still use it for work, like for yes. YouTube stuff, but I, it's just, it's so nice hearing other people agree that this year is hard and that yeah. it's okay to not have like published a memoir or, yeah, you know, created like amazing work because so many people have <laughs> yeah and it's really really hard you know yes I because think... I'm such a perfectionist and I have so much I put so much pressure on myself and so I'm like yeah. why are other people thriving when I am like incapable of doing anything yeah yeah isn't it isn't it wild like the way that the mind oh, it's the worst can tell us things that aren't rooted in anything that's yes. true like yes. really just not all the time and yeah. you believe it yeah <laughs> I know yeah I was having so much anxiety yesterday uh, it just came mm-hmm. out of honestly nowhere um classic and, yeah you know just you know hanging out <laughs> making making lunch and just big wave of anxiety and you know, once I had that one initial thought, I had all of these subsequent thoughts about my work and what I'm doing mm-hmm. and like my validity as a creative. And I just had like in that moment, it was really beautiful because I just stopped and I said to all those voices, I was like, you are not real. Like <laughs> you just came from this one thought and you just want me to go back to bed. Like that yes. is what you're trying to get me to do right now. And I just am not going to allow it. I, it's not happening right now. Um, what I call those are um, ants, automatic oh. negative thoughts, because, oh um, like, yeah, it's those immediate thoughts of, like, I'm not good enough, this is bad, all, all of that, and then I try and write them down and then go through and debunk them. There's Lindsay, like, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, hello, this would be called uh, CBT, uh, <laughs> Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Um, but it's true. It's, it's incredibly helpful and, like, a useful tool. Um, yes. I let me let me check. I have all the I have like all these books by my bedside, but um there's an entire list of basically oh, wait. One second. Take, you might have take to your time. You might have to take a pause. Oh, of course, take your time. Oh, okay. Here we go. So, thinking errors or cognitive distortions, if you haven't heard of this, these no, are No, ba- I haven't. Oh my god. Wow. I love that I'm here for you to yes, explain this to Lindsay, you. Lindsay, you but, are like an angel of the, oh, I of mean, the emotions. Dude, therapy is just so beautiful and beneficial for all. Yes. But basically, there's a list of um, different thinking errors that basically are those automatic negative thoughts. So, like, thinking a situation is way worse than it is is called catastrophizing. Um, Assuming your feelings convey useful information, emotional reasoning. um, Assuming you know what someone else is thinking. This is a huge one for me. Mind reading. Oh, my gosh. And then, wait, there's another one. There's there's one that I always tell my mom because she'll – if we're going to the mall or something, she'll be like, there will be no parking. And I'm like, mom, you're (laughs) fortune-telling. And you know it. Um, okay, is this like a book? Is well, there a- yes. So the the book I have right here is called Cognitive Behavioral Therapy Made Simple: Ten Strategies. Um, it was recommended to me by my therapist, but this is like a. It's very common. It's really talked about like a lot in psychology. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, straight up, if you can't afford a therapist, buy this book. Um, yes. and therapize yourself. Yes. Um, but Gosh. yeah, like all of this, we naturally do, um, black and white thinking, mm-hmm. false sense of hopelessness, helplessness, entitlement, thinking events have nothing to do with us or actually about us. That's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But like in the moment, you're like, this is completely true. But then if you check yourself later, you're like, oh, my God, I was completely mind reading. That situation has nothing to do with me. Yep. And then you feel better. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I just went like total psychology. No, on you. never apologize for that. I Ugh. like I love talking about people's relationship with therapy. Thank you mm-hmm. for being so open with it. Because of course I have my therapist is very into astrology but like interesting not, not astrology like the normal I don't know her version of astrology is like mystical and she has she's the smartest person I've ever talked to and sometimes I'm like this is slightly inaccessible but I'm still here for you <laughs> Terry like I'm listening Terry. to all of this but I'm so love, more holistic oh, yeah like holistic um but also she's really into like very ancient mythology and how that mythology intersects with astrology and then how that intersects with therapy so so fascinating so many layers but I'm always very fascinated by the the resources that different therapists share because there's so much they are different I've had I've had therapists give me worksheets which I personally liked, um, even though, like, it feels like homework. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, a very hands-on person, so, like, Same. having a book is awesome. Whereas, yes. like, my therapist now, I mean, she recommends me, like, books and podcasts, but there's there's no, like, physical writing yeah. to it. But, um, yeah, it, it is interesting. I would say that I've always leaned towards scientists, <laughs> yes. science-based um, therapist but my my current one also really loves like yoga and how like the body is connected to mental health which I love um I know LA (laughs) I know I but the thing is though is that it's like every single like month I have my therapy on Monday Mm -hmm. like every Monday I make my little list of things I want to talk about and after I do feel like slightly tired from the amount of like yes you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Space for that amount of emotional, like, analyzing. But I just feel so much lighter and so much better. And I can breathe. And I have that one space where it's non-judgmental. And no one, no one gets to know what I talk about. And that's so amazing. So freeing. I miss (laughs) being able to go into the actual office. Same. Because that to me felt like my secret date with like, my mind you know <laughs> I'm like real I'm going to see my mind mistress and real. no one knows where my place is and it was so cute she had a rainbow bookshelf and a diffuser oh. and so like it's not the same just facetiming but no. I do know what you mean where like afterward sometimes I'll feel worse you know but other yeah. times it's just like euphoric you're just like wow I've never felt clearer yes like everything makes sense oh do you ever feel like your therapist doesn't like you go in wanting clear answers for things and then your therapist can give you more questions and mm-hmm. like yeah that those sessions for me are all were at least in the beginning of when I started working yeah. with my therapist I was like I need to break through in this subject today and I went in with such expectation and 
she would just kind of sit there and nod her head and and then ask me further more critical questions but also like with love and (laughs) always I would leave and just be like damn it Terry like (laughs) yes well especially when you go in and like things get brought up that don't necessarily have answers or immediate fixes Mm -hmm. so you're just like okay cool so I'm gonna continue working on this for the rest of my life yeah like awesome yeah we love that yeah I think that that's also been another thing about this year is that certain aspects of my thoughts and like things I've processed I think have come up in different ways and that's been a really really interesting thing to just be like hey Isabella like like healing is not linear you need to to take a breath (laughs) you why are you in my brain I was just gonna say that like the pandemic has made me face things I didn't want to and I've had to literally remind myself that process progress isn't linear all literally every day because I'm trying to potty train my puppy yeah and yes it is not linear nope but yeah wow I amazing yeah it is I think every single aspect of my personhood this year like my relationship with my friends my relationship with my partner my relationship with myself my relationship with creativity my relationship with my family Mm -hmm. has all been this ever-shifting non-linear process of like making these small small adjustments yeah well they've just been so challenged this year because everything has changed Yes. Usually when you're all working, everything's everyone's distracted. Like you can just keep on moving along. Yeah. And absolutely. like never address things. Yeah. <laughs> fully. <laughs> fully. Which is why I am I'm I mean, I'm not grateful for a yeah. pandemic hurting and honestly killing so many people and causing so much pain and suffering. Yeah. But I am grateful for being able to adapt you know yeah, and, and, and take a step back and learn like what I need to give myself and learn about myself during this time because mm-hmm. it's been crazy <laughs> yes definitely and trying to just give myself a lot of empathy for yes not having my life or my my end of year be where I expected it to be that is that's real yeah can you believe it's December no 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 I can't <laughs> I I feel like yesterday I was having my picnic for my birthday in June being like wow yes. this is crazy yeah but I have to have a picnic yes like I oh know. my god yeah I know but I am I am grateful that it the end is in sight I think me too I feel I think... <laughs> it feels close it does it does even if close is like the end of Maybe not the end, like the middle of next year or fall. Yeah, of next that's kind of what I see is middle of next year. Same. Same. But even saying that, I'm like, ooh, I don't want to put that out into the universe. I know, right? Because we're not yeah. able to fully sink our teeth into anything that could actually be real. Do you also think about now how unsanitary we were all living before? Yes. Like disgusting. Yes. yes. I I watch movies and like yes, TV. Yes, that too. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, they're in a bar. Like, they're breathing each other's oxygen. And they're I have to so stop close myself. together. Yeah. <laughs> I have to stop myself and be like, hey, um, they're not in a pandemic. <laughs> I know, but I'm just like, what does that feel like? Yeah. It's I crazy. Know. It is weird. It's very weird. I I'm think the thing I'm most excited for to be open again is, like, restaurants and bars. Like, I, mm-hmm. I miss 
I think we were texting about this the other day. I miss yeah. sitting next to strangers so much. Because you, you didn't eat out during the pandemic, right? I, I have a couple times with my parents. Maybe, even out. then, it's not the same. No, it's not. Um, and I'm, like, very – because I used to work in mm-hmm. – I most of my jobs outside of being in school were, like, service Restaurants, jobs. Yeah. So I'm, like, the most <laughs> anal person. Like, I'm, like, put your masks back yeah. on. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not perfect, and I've definitely not I made, my, made my mistakes, but – Everyone I, I know that has worked in restaurants is, like, do not eat at a restaurant right now. I like, know. they are I not know. clean. Um, I know. Yeah, I totally miss that. I think what I miss the most is probably concerts. Like, I try, I used to try and go to, like, maybe one a month. um, And I just miss that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) it feels fake. (laughs) I know. You know, I feel like at least hoping for a restaurant is at least a little bit closer. So I'll I'll shoot low. I know, I know. It's, It's crazy, but I'm just, I am grateful that... We've been able to, you know, evolve. I'm yeah. still trying to take, like, support restaurants and take my food out from there. I love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm supporting the community. Right now. <laughs> right now. Even though I'm, I, I feel, like, excessive, you know? Because usually yeah. I would be like, oh, you don't need to eat out, like, save money, eat at home. And now I'm like, no, I'm doing this for the greater yeah. good. <laughs> local hero yeah this is necessary this mm-hmm. is what we should we should be doing this like yeah. i'm gonna do but, it <laughs> but like also on the other hand i'm like does me ordering a pizza every other week like am i helping you know i think i think I hope, you are Lindsay. i, I think you know. are a local okay hero. <laughs> thank you i mean i try i try and post about like my favorite local restaurants when i go because i know like that definitely hopefully yeah. will maybe do more than like me buying a single $20 order yes but I just I love restaurants so much and food I know I know I just miss I miss humans in general (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) seriously yeah I saw a tweet that was like I really miss my friends friends like the people I would see at parties or just like acquaintances because right now if anyone is seeing friends you're seeing them outside and they're probably like one of your top five and like you you are that's it you know yep for sure so everyone's circle has gotten smaller yeah and the thought of making new friends is like impossible yeah wow I haven't even thought of the concept of making new friends my sister just moved um during the pandemic to a different state damn um so yeah I I would definitely talk to her about that yeah I bet that's really a really interesting feeling of like what it feels like to lonely (laughs) yeah I have met new people this mm-hmm. year, but, like, because my boyfriend lives in a house with, like, mm-hmm. eight people, so... Eight? Yeah, eight people. <laughs> wow. I understand why you couldn't live there. Yes. Yep. You get it. Because <laughs> I'm, like, very introverted in my mm-hmm. own space. Like, I'm... Me too. I'm very... Like, I get home, and I don't really want to talk that much. Like, I, <laughs> I just want to drink my tea and like be in my own little circle um but yeah eight people but they're very like covid conscious they wear their masks inside Um, oh really yeah when they're outside of their rooms they have been with the new like big surge the Mm. past since thanksgiving they've just all decided do they all do they all work separately yeah got it i see yeah now that makes sense why that's necessary 
like some people do work from home, but some people are working yeah. and just to be safe. Um, that makes sense. And they, they don't want to like infect each other. And I totally yeah. get that because it's like so much anxiety these days. It's it like, really is. My decisions impact other people. I want to be as, as responsible as possible. Yeah. So, yeah. But heels are the people. So, <laughs> you know, intense times, intense times. Intense times. But yeah. I do want to ask you about how we talked about it in little, a little bit in the beginning, mm-hmm. just how it has been for you navigating your creative work life. Like, I know that you have been working for YouTube mm-hmm. during the pandemic. What has it been like, you know, holding that kind of space and doing that Ugh. as like working from home? Like, what does that feel like for you on a d- daily basis? Wow, that's a great question. I honestly rarely question it. Because it just is like, well, this is what I do. I've been doing it since I was 16. Let's keep it going. Um, Yeah. Because you know, with YouTube and social media, it's like, it never stops. You aren't allowed to take a break, really. Um, And so I never really have. I took my very first break, actually, when I got my wisdom teeth out, like, two months ago. Yeah, I remember that. Um, For two weeks. I had, like, literally never taken a break before. Wow. So I would say with that, it's been hard to maintain because obviously everyone's mental health has been up and down. Yeah. And so like having to keep the balance of like authenticity because, you know, people really enjoy vlogs, but when you're having a really rough time, how do you keep them interesting? Mm. Or how do you like keep it authentic without like crying through for yeah. 20 minutes online? Um, yeah. So, so that's been hard, but it, it also, like, it brings me a lot of purpose during a time yeah. that's been really difficult, like, just, you know, making a video about something that I really love and having an audience to connect with is so amazing. I just feel so lucky, like, that I just, I talk to people all day long. People DM yeah. me all day about random stuff, and I talk to them because it's just, I don't know. So I do really love it, but during the pandemic, it's definitely been a little bit more challenging because... I've just like, you know, been struggling a little bit, like, like everyone is. Um, And then I just got a puppy, which has really helped in the the mental health aspect. But now I'm busy being a mom, like she requires constant supervision. And so (laughs) that brings a whole slew of other like problems of like, how can I film for two straight hours when like, she's going to wake up from her nap and cause so many, you know, yeah. Re- wreak havoc on the apartment, try and eat yeah. everything like during the 10 minutes that I need silence. Um, so, you know, just, just trying to learn balance. But yeah. um, I know we talked a bit about like graphic design stuff because I, I did major in graphic design and I wanted to go into that field um, at the very least part time and still do YouTube post college. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when my job ended, I and then the pandemic happened I just I had this whole realization of like not sure if I like how I want to do graphic design like do I want to Mm. be freelance do I want to work at an agency do I want to work for a brand again because it's so much work and um I don't know just lots of pros and cons I feel like looking back now I fully romanticize it even though in the moment I was like super stressed all the time for sure. Um, so I, I've kind of been like a little burnt out on graphic design, I would say. 
Yeah. Um, and just given the pandemic and how hard things are financially, like being a graphic designer right now is not the most uh, lucrative job. Um, yeah. Whereas like doing YouTube and sponsorships is definitely more comfortable. Yes. So yes. that's kind of where I've been, even though it hurts to not be doing graphic design. Yeah. Because it's like also something that you're passionate about mm-hmm. and also very good at. Thank you. Um. I feel you so hard with the intersection of like not knowing exactly where to put yourself mm-hmm. with, do I do this uh, freelance or do I work for someone or do I do this as an agency? Cause that's like exactly where I am yeah. with copywriting and copy editing right now. Like I've had opportunities to work in like a normal job, like mm-hmm. nine to five. And I've had opportunities to freelance and I've had opportunities to just do something a little bit in between. And it's so hard to decide. Like, I really just think that's like something I just want to put out there that yeah. you always, like for me, I always think about the pros and the cons and how, you know, I want the stability of working a set job. Like mm-hmm. I love the income. I love healthcare. I love oh my God. Am things. I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I think that with every decision comes such a wave of like, oh, no, I'm giving this up or, Mm -hmm. oh, yay, I'm getting this. And I think that's really, really valid, like for you to express and and so real. I think where I was at working three days a week and doing YouTube the other days of the week, I can't do that. Um, I I really loved that. I felt like that was a really good, happy medium for me. But Mm -hmm. obviously right now that's not super doable anymore going into an office. Yes. Yeah. So that was like contracted freelance. So like you'd work for one business for like a couple months and then like another one for a couple months in-house doing like whatever they need essentially. Wow. Yeah. Isn't, is that what you were doing like your first couple months out of college? Yeah. So I got the job in July. It was for Playboy. Um, But yeah, so I did that for nine months and then other jobs I've had have just been like, you know, unpaid internships. Yeah, we love Which that. that's a whole nother topic. Those should be illegal. I, I agree with you. <sighs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's awful that that's how they want us to start our careers. Well, it's just I, unfair. It is. Because my... some people can take them if they don't have to make money to pay bills. But some people can't because you only have so much time. You know, to, like, do an internship and a job and work and school. Like, hello? Yep. It's real. It's so real. And I just – I also just think it sends such an awful message to people beginning their careers Mm -hmm. that you have to – you know, I actually just made this connection because I have been so hesitant this past year since, like, getting into freelance and, you know, just being Mm -hmm. like, I'm a copy editor. Here's my rate. Um. I've always, I just felt this general weirdness of telling people, like, even if it were a friend who was asking me, I'd be like, should I not be charging them because I'm just starting out? And like, should I just be getting experience? And I think that that is kind of connected to the feeling of an internship because it's like, you're starting out, you don't really have the quote unquote experience Mm -hmm. yet, even if you have a college degree, which I think it's, it's just such a thing in like art society, in society and like art culture like yeah that like you know so many people are surprised when they want you to draw something for them and then they're like wait you want you want me to pay you for that yeah (laughs) 
and it's like um yeah <laughs> yeah that's a skill that's no really I, I constantly and I think this is super common like have my rates be way too low because we also it's like you know you don't believe in yourself or like you're just starting out and then like you know women making themselves smaller and just being like yep sure I'll do it for exposure <laughs> yes although yes. I'm proud to say I have not done that in a long time I'm snapping for you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, it's they're important. It's called boundaries. Yeah. Yes. We love boundaries. But in college, all the time. Oh, yeah. And like in the beginning of YouTube when I had no idea like how much it was worth to do anything. Yes. Because I also, I see this a lot. Oh, my God. This is like a whole other thing. But um, brands sending product to people that aren't influencers and knowing that they can basically take advantage of them because they'll post about it for free. Mm. yeah it's been like a huge topic of conversation with like parade because they really do that um yeah which at the same time love their underwear so we we stand um and I love that like they are inclusive and send it to tons of people but at the same time like you should be paying them just because they're micro influencers like they still deserve to get paid um yeah I love that I love that I because I you know I'm very niche conversation but I think about it a lot so true (laughs) so true the average person doesn't know like hey posting an instagram story to like your thousand followers that's you should be paid yeah yeah yes you should because it's people are gonna buy it i don't know yeah i wanted to ask you like during this time Mm -hmm. with like because i do feel like people have been online more during this time Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's I mean, backed up. It, it is true. Science. Yeah, it okay. is. Okay. My screen okay, cool. time has spiked. Um, yes. But same. yeah, watch time has gone up. And I know that podcast recording has also gone up. Oh, love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love a pod moment. Um, But do you think that this year, a lot of people or maybe a lot of more brands have been turning to social media for for you know, influence and like getting people to get their products. Do you think that's been something that's in, like increased this year? Cause uh, I personally think it has. I mean, Just, it always has like, it's yeah. It, the influencer scene has like been around for a while now. It is always increasing as more brands realize that paying for influencers is definitely going to make them more money than paying for ads and ads are really yeah. expensive. Um, but I've also seen a lot of brands like take such hits this year Mm. and like also not have the budgets for influencers as well. Like I've seen a huge spike in gifting, um, which I don't mind, but definitely a decrease in actual paid work just because brands can't afford it, but they can afford to send you like, you know, a box full of clothes or a pallet Mm -hmm. of kombucha, which is what Mm -hmm. I received yesterday. Oh my god, I know. I saw that. Hellfate. It was literally cold and delivered by a person wearing a branded t-shirt. Are you loving it right now? I'm loving it. Oh my god, yes, Yes. I drank like a full bottle. I gave some to my neighbor. It's Um, so good. I'm loving it. So I love that. But that's that's my tea on the the scene right now. Yeah. Um, It's uh, being in like the influencer space, if you will, um, Mm -hmm. is is so up and down in terms of like payment and everything. Like it is not a stable place to work. Yes, Um, it is. Which I'm sure you know as well. Fully. I I have been, this year has been so interesting because I've been thinking so much about capitalism Mm -hmm. and how I'm influenced by it as an artist. 
but then I'm also been like I have found brands that I really Mm -hmm. really connect with just as a consumer and like for example Coco Kind I back them (laughs) so hard anything they put out I'm like I need that (laughs) and I just think that's been a really interesting feeling this year as as like I've been thinking more about finances and thinking more about like how I'm I'm being affected by these larger Mm -hmm. institutions that are in place I'm also finding brands that I'm like okay I just fully because I I yeah well I feel like it's it's okay growing up love brands I feel I mean like I know at the same we all here's the thing it's not going anywhere capitalism isn't going anywhere we're all just stuck in the wheels yep you know we're all just little cogs (laughs) in the machine and it's okay to criticize a system while also taking part in it which I think a lot of people forget like people are so quick to criticize Mm. and say like how on earth can you you know say this but do this at the same time like be an influencer for example um but it's like yeah we all have to yeah. pay our bills you know like I yes I, we do you know do. I don't know I think that's a big lesson that I've been yeah. absorbing I, I was really just happy giving to myself that <laughs> thank you thank you yeah I've just been giving myself like mm-hmm. uh patience and being being allowed to just Yes. Like, like things. I don't know why I had so much anxiety around that concept. I think it's just because when I was like really growing up with Instagram, I just felt so anxious about what, like if I was supporting mm-hmm. the right thing, because when I really first started blogging, I was a very like veganism was like my, I was, I was so mm-hmm. into that voice and I just would always be so anxious about supporting something because I never knew if it was, like, mm-hmm. the right thing mm-hmm. to support. Well, there, there's you know a I mean? lot of um, – there's a lot to say about, like, the, the vegan community online um, in terms of, like, how yes. they react to things and, like, criticism and just, like, some of the, like, I don't know, the extremists, I suppose. Because that's also a space yes. that I yes. take place in online. But I – For sure. Yeah. I, <laughs> I tread lightly, you know. Um but mm-hmm. at the same time, no, like, yeah. I do really, really care. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard, hard to navigate to... being young and having people bombard you as well. Exactly. We're all just trying exactly. to do our and best. Of course, too. Yes. And, like, for me personally, I always wanted to be as kind and gracious as possible. And I didn't really have, like, I didn't have a definition of what my boundaries even meant and how to express them. So if someone would tell me like, hey, this is wrong, like you can't, I would either get defensive or I would just feel like the worst person ever. But now I've been able to just be like, hey, this is who I am. Um, I'm imperfect. I'm sorry. I will be better. I will learn. Thank you for teaching me. And I hope that you will always continue to teach with love because that's how we receive information. Yeah, it is is interesting seeing how some people respond, Um, you know, because like people you know, either, like, post their hate comments on their story and then, like, rant about it or, you know, just, like, full spectrum yeah. of seeing people get really defensive sure. or, yeah, doing the opposite and just, like, taking it. And I, I personally yeah. like to deal with things, like, privately. Like, I'll discuss, like, if someone brings me, tells me, like, a brand that I posted sucks and I had no idea, like, I would love to, I usually ask people, I'm like, oh, can you send me more info? Like, I had no idea. Um because I, yeah, I love being exactly. educated. But when people just come at me straight with hate, like where I'm like, okay, you clearly like have a problem with me. You have no followers. This is a burner account. Yeah. 
that's when I am like, yeah, it's okay to not respond to every message. Um, you know, like my time is a privilege. Like, you know, I, am not like a free commodity. I, I don't have the time. Um, I'm a human being, (laughs) um, which is something that was hard for me (laughs) because I, I am such a people pleaser that I just want to make everyone happy and reply to everyone on earth. Um, but like that isn't sustainable. I can't do that. (laughs) No. And also like you do have your own boundaries and if like like you were saying like someone coming at you with so much mm-hmm. hate in their heart how can you it's usually funny about, though did I just hear your puppy um no I don't think so oh I thought I did I thought I heard a no little cute thankfully puppy yawn oh I, I, got... I love a puppy yawn but no she is fully <laughs> yeah. asleep my cat is trying to get into my door oh, right we, now we both got out. pandemic pets <laughs> how I love we did. that so we you were, did is that. yours a kitty or a cat Yes. Well, actually, correction. My sister found her in a shed. We found her in a backyard and then found out later that she oh. was living in a shed. Um, Just a kitten but living yeah, on her own? Little... Yeah. Yeah. She was four wow. months when we found what her. What a strong, she was the cutest. brave girl. She could... Can you imagine I know, like, right? living she... outside for four months? They're so fragile. No, I think about I that can't. all the time with my puppy. I mean, and you she... wouldn't survive in the wild. She didn't have any family either, like, was living completely by herself. What a mystery. So we really have no idea how What's her she name? survived. <laughs> Adorable. Her name is Cleo. Yeah. I know. We have <laughs> Sammy, Cleo. I, I, would, I would say I would love for them to hang out one day, but Cleo is really Well, Sammy <laughs> has so much energy. Like, anyone and everything she meets, she wants to lick and, like, jump on. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how well that would go. Okay, well, when the pandemic is over, I really hope that yes. we can go and hang out at a park oh, and yes. hang she out would, with Sammy because she would love I've been seeing her pictures. She, she looks like a little a floof. floof. She's so soft and she's currently <laughs> laying with her legs splutted out, which is just the cutest thing in the world. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. And oh, I, I found goodness. her on Craigslist, if you didn't know. <gasps> oh my God. Wait, so was, you, was she basically so, going to rescue? Yeah. Like, I mean, just... I, I would say so. She, I guess like a surrender um someone had gotten her wow. from a breeder um and then he he like had everything for her he like flew her he basically met her in new jersey flew her all the way to california had like all the paperwork vet stuff had a collar like with her name on it and his info like he was fully ready to have this be his dog um and then like realized that puppies are really hard <laughs> Because they are. Um, and he works full-time yeah. in travels. So he posted her, and I saw yeah. it within 24 hours and met her. And I thought I could just, like, meet a dog and then, like, go back to my life. <laughs> but yeah. but I met yeah. her and brought yeah. her home. Well, I think I remember seeing you post, like, I'm thinking about yeah. getting a puppy. And then you posted, like, going to see a puppy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, she's going to get a puppy said now. That. you can't. I didn't, I didn't expect it. Yeah. But... It's okay. It's okay though. I I love that because that's exactly yeah. what happened with Cleo. Like she I fell saw into her your life in the yard. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not leaving until we're has we're she, taking that cat yeah. because has that she cat, up. Oh my god, so mm. much. She was she was a little like mm-hmm. scared, but not really when we first got her. Um, and now she just like oh. sleeps next to my mom's that's head so and cute. hers, and she's a it's a whole moment. It's a whole kitties are kitty so moment. precious. <laughs> It also blows really my mind are. that they can like crawl on top of like doors and 
like yeah. on walls like that is the part where I'm like yeah yep. I'm a dog person I <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's really funny too because I fully I like I love dogs mm-hmm. so so much because I was li- I was living with my best friend who has a puppy and I love like the activeness mm-hmm. of having her um but I, I wanted like a dog and a cat like I always <laughs> have like wanted both I know that's like hard to maintain but it's I know, I know. And if you raise them together, they'll be best friends. But it's hard to make a decision between the two because they're both they're they have, both so they have very in different, different like, lifestyles. <laughs> they yes, yeah. it's the lifestyle. It's the lifestyle that's different. Even though Cleo is like she does sleep a lot, but she is fully <laughs> insane when she wakes up in the morning. Like steals wow. my socks off Sammy the ground. Sammy does that too. And... Yeah, what a coincidence. <laughs> is Sammy? attacking do you have a small christmas tree in your apartment does sammy ever like play with the christmas tree i know that that's a cat thing i know cats like to hide in them yeah yeah cleo's (laughs) climbing my parents christmas tree and i'm like you can't yeah she's trying to bite it but like because it's pokey it's plastic it's like not it's not fun yeah yeah she's like this actually exactly i can't really destroy this when we were putting the balls on it she was like definitely intrigued cute i'm so happy that you have me too she gets me out of bed like like with energy yes yes it's so important i feel like pets have been just saving the world i know so many have like been adopted during this time pet reddit is like popping off there's it's it's called um there's a separate called puppy 101 if anyone is struggling i highly recommend it it's literally just like a community of people at 3 a.m being like why did my dog do this can anyone help me or like (laughs) anyone can anyone tell me it gets better like am I ever gonna sleep again oh, which I really need yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah it's, it's very so comforting. nice too I think I read a a tweet um earlier this mm-hmm. year that was like our pets just think we're hanging out they have no idea what's going on this year and that was like um Aww. that was my favorite tweet I've ever seen just being like yeah, That's our so pets true. are so innocent, and they're just here for us whenever we need to cry or to hold someone or to just. Yeah. They are just exclusively yeah, in just the moment. Want... I, when I told my therapist that I got a kitten, she was, like, so happy for me. Mm-hmm. She was like, that is incredible. Like, yeah. good for you. I'm very happy that you have a fu- fluffy friend. And I was like, yeah, because mm-hmm. they do. They offer so much love. Yeah. Well, just, like, the responsibility of, like, I have to get out of bed because I have to feed my animal. And because you love them, it's, like, not mm. – it doesn't feel like a chore. Yes. You know? So, it, like, I have to walk her in the morning, and yeah. I don't mind. I know. Um, because I love her. But I never expected myself to be someone that would, like, happily get yes. up at 8 and walk every day. I have seen day. that on your – I, I saw you think you posted that on your story. You were like, ever yeah. want to like increase your footsteps, get a dog. And I was like, <laughs> yes, damn. Yeah. My walk time was embarrassing. Or like yes, my what is it, step count. There were days where I would like, I don't even know, not even reach a thousand. Yeah. Like just walking around my house. And now I like go over 5,000 steps a day, which still I isn't there much, with you though on that. But, but like it feels so much better I'm like wow my back isn't sore yeah. from sitting on the computer all day no it's embarrassing I think I, I said that in a vlog that's coming up I remember editing this I was like yeah it took yeah. me getting a dog to leave the house um but yeah you don't my, have to do that my parents are actually 
like big big news but my parents are actually selling my childhood house and moving to a ranch um that's like basically like five miles down the road very close to my childhood house but still they're selling it and my mom keeps saying like we're not getting a dog like it's not happening but I I know but you have a ranch horses she wants to get chickens she wants to do the whole thing well you need a dog to round up them horses you realize that you say that now but when we well I probably won't be living there like full-time by the time we're like fully in there Mm -hmm. but she's gonna like need a dog for dog ranch things and I'm like that is incredible for them. I know. I'm, I'm very so excited, excited. For them too. I'm also just excited to, I mean, hopefully be living on my own by then because I'm like saving so much yeah. money right now, but I'll like be able to move Amazing. out, but then visit them with their cute like vegetable garden. And I was just going to ask my if they like to garden. Loves gardening. So I'm really excited for her. Like, so excited to just go home and get fresh veggies and. You know, all those cute little things that happen when a ranch appears. <laughs> That's so cute. I, I love – so my parents, they're only, like, an hour away. And so I see them every so often because yeah. I don't see anyone else. Um, and, you know, we've yes. been being very safe. But I just – I love, like, being able to visit my family. And, like, you understand yes. that because you live with them. It's, it's like, I just feel so lucky because so many people's families yeah. aren't close and by. And also, like – it's a little bit harder to navigate it with different types of family styles. Like at least with my family, yeah. when I first started coming home, like I would get tested, they would get tested, but I would go little, do a little quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like I was really, really intense yeah. with how I handled it. And I know that some families are like, no, I don't want to get tested. Like, and then the people can't see each other, you know, <laughs> or all the other ways yeah. that like you can't navigate it. So I do, I'm so grateful that like my family is open to that because it would be really hard not to be able to be with family during this year my heart goes out to the people that can't yeah my sister isn't coming home for christmas which has been really hard so i think that's why they want me for sure for sure you know i know i'm all they got are you gonna (laughs) take any like time off for that that week of christmas like what's your plan I mean, yeah. <laughs> do I ever take time off? <laughs> like, yeah. probably not. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like time off from editing could be nice. Like, maybe I'll do that. What I usually do is just, like, mm. pre-film and then, like, edit. I don't know. I It's hard because, like, my yes, work doesn't really sure, feel like sure. work. So, and, like, posting on Instagram is something I would do even Absolutely. if I didn't have my job. So probably not realistically but I I, yeah. I am planning on going home for Good. like a week I'm, with I'm Sammy really yeah so it, it's fun for me to visit and I think it's really good for her as well for to sure. learn from an for older sure. dog that's really nice and yeah. it's just yeah. is it just you your mom <laughs> and your dad for Christmas yes it will be and it was yeah. the same for Thanksgiving yeah. that's good <laughs> it was we had so many leftovers because yeah. it was just us um which yeah. was kind of a perk <laughs> Um, same. <laughs> I ate Thanksgiving food for like a week after Thanksgiving. Me too. I made pie, and usually with like a normal huge dozen person Thanksgiving, like the pie is gone. Like mm-hmm. maybe Thanksgiving Day, maybe there's a slice left over the next day. 
for me because I baked it. But this time it was like I could have a slice yeah. <laughs> twice a day for like two weeks. Like I was just like, oh my god, there's endless pie. Oh Why my is gosh. no one eating you it? Know, that's <laughs> actually crazy too. I have been so inspired by the food you've been posting lately. Like oh, you, you are you're that's a so bread kind. wizard. Thanks. My mom is the bread wizard. That's where I get it. She is so talented. I actually just fed my sourdough oh, starter my this morning. Um it's it's very therapeutic is is what I would say about like cooking and food yes. and bread in general. That's like why I love it. But bread especially, like it's just flour, water, and salt, and yet it turns into the most yeah. delicious thing ever. Some of the bread you make is also gluten free. Well, it yeah, okay, it's like okay, overly yes, fermented, yes. which yeah, yeah. Is so good. like I love fermentation. Yes. <laughs> it's good. Yes. Well, I mean, yes, fermentation is so good for you. Like sourdough yes. bread is good for all. But yeah, I can't really eat gluten, so fermenting it extra, then I like kind of can for get sure, away sure. with eating it, um, which is awesome because like most gluten it causes yeah, pain. Same. <laughs> I I discovered oh my it gosh, this year during the like the craziness of this yeah oh my goodness mm-hmm. that was crazy how did you figure that out well I have um Hashimoto's okay. so it's yes. like an autoimmune disease and gluten attack is like attacked wow similarly um like it sees it as like you know whoa evil um and so it was suggested by my doctor to cut it out and I was like why would I I, I eat it all the time and I feel fine but it was once I cut it out that my body was like oh yeah like I feel so much better this isn't good for you and then my my levels um got to like the the best place oh they've goodness. been in a really long time like yeah that's blood good. panel wise so hate to see it hate to say it it's the um, truth. but yeah gluten it's isn't the truth. that wild how sometimes yeah. you can be eating something or doing some type of habit and you're thinking about it and you're like oh no I'm okay but then you take it out and you're like wait (laughs) yeah me before I cut dairy out yes dairy yeah kills me a hundred percent dairy is just I mean it's not made to be eaten by humans so there you go it's just I will say my one like the hardest thing for me not to eat is croissants like that's Oh my god! It's funny you say that. My roommate is making homemade no, croissants is. right now. Stop it. She is. Do you know that's like my favorite thing in this whole world is a croissant. It's okay. I'm no, so I'm really, sorry. I'm really excited that you get to enjoy one of those. I hope you do. Well, no, I, I, oh, I what? don't. Why? Because <gasps> they're real in the dairy. Oh my goodness! Well, <laughs> can you like just send me a photo but of it though, I've been... so I can just enjoy oh my God. it from afar? I will. I will. I will. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do all the time. Because honestly, the technique is also mm-hmm. so impressive. Like, and I love cooking, so just yeah, watching is that's really impressive for me that she knows how to make them. Um, oh, I know. Oh my well, goodness! She's a chef. I learn so oh, much. My goodness, that is incredible. Yeah. I'm so I'm so jealous that yeah. I don't live with a chef. <laughs> It's pretty sweet. <laughs> I know. Does the apartment smell incredible right uh, now? Um, I okay, think okay, they're okay. proofing, so. Yes. It will soon. Yeah. And nothing like the, yes. the yummy feeling of it being December and the, <sighs> like, the room smelling. Yes. Like, I'm. I've been making soup, like, yes. every week. I've been it's, seeing I love soups. It. I want to ask you, like, <laughs> one you. more thing the, with the food. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we need to end this. I mean, we've mostly just been chatting. I hope yeah. people are enjoying this. I feel like it's I'm okay just on FaceTime. I'm enjoying myself so much 
feels like we're just hanging out. Okay. But what has been yeah. your favorite thing to cook lately? Like, what? where are you finding inspiration and so on and so forth? Just give me all the food deets. Oh, my goodness. Where am I finding inspiration? You know, I've mostly, because of the dog, I have to kind of, I've been trying to cook mm. a little bit faster. So, like, I just made a really good <gasps> lentil soup that basically cooked Ooh. for, like, 20 minutes. Whereas, like, a lot of my other recipes have, like, prepping, chopping, you know, various moving parts, like something in the oven, yeah. something on the stove. Um, so I've been trying to, like, what's great about soups is that you can simplify it and, like, you know, maybe do all your prep beforehand. So, like, chop all your veggies the day before, measure your spices in the morning. Absolutely. Like, I'm literally <laughs> a mom. Um, so, yeah, like, comforting stews and things like that have mm-hmm. been great. Um yeah, I, I I'm really in the mood for a lasagna. I feel like oh my I gosh, do that soon. Do you? I make love Italian lasagna. I think you. I yes. actually have. Yes, I made it. I a think few the times. last time you made it, I freaked oh, it's out so good. and said something. I need to try <laughs> that one day. It's so good. Well, there's also there's a vegan Italian restaurant in LA oh in West Hollywood. Okay, called Pira Vita. Um, and that is the one restaurant that I'm trying to support throughout this pandemic. I have single-handedly yeah. <laughs> paid all their bills. I, they have the best food oh my gosh. of all time. And it's just like being able to eat everything. Like they have cannolis, they have lasagna, they have carbonara, Alfredo, meatballs, meatball subs. I need to go to this place. Like, hello? Yeah, no, need I really say more? Don't. Like, yeah. I, cause I. My I grew I up on Italian food, and that was, like, the hardest thing that I had to let go of when I was vegan. Like, my grandma would make lasagna, yeah. and I'd be like, Grandma, I'm so sorry, but I can't eat this. <laughs> Is, do yes, you have I an do. Italian grandma? Oh, my God. So do I. Yes. So did I. All right. But um, she's where from, from Calabria, like, the southern oh God, that's amazing. of Italy. Mine is from Sicily, which oh is awesome. Maybe they South. were friends. <laughs> I would love I just, actually that's wow, not possible that's because my grandma came over through Ellis Island when she was like wait so did mine how have we never talked about this before <laughs> I don't know I mean I feel like I knew you were Italian well, your but... last name is your dad is your dad Italian or is it your mom so it's my dad but his okay, dad okay, was okay. Polish so like the pairing was like Polish immigrant and Italian wow, what a fascinating interjection wait so then what's yeah, your mom there you go her lineage comes from oh Iowa <laughs> so, like, so wholesome super white just a yeah. mixture of everything yeah like farm farm people um we love yeah. that we so love that. thank you so for sharing your family lineage with me oh, absolutely I thank you so of much course. for having me it's just been nice know, to chat it's really nice to connect and I'm really glad that we're getting to talk this year in general like connecting with people yes. I think has been such like a difficult thing in general for me just texting my friends to remember like say hey because it's so so different yeah. but thank you so much for just hanging out with me spending time sharing your journey Absolutely. with your creative thoughts and expressions yeah. endeavors and yeah. I'm really gr- really grateful for trying. you trying oh I'm so grateful <laughs> for you as well we'll have to do this oh, again yeah. sometime Maybe, like, come at it with, like, some prepared oh, questions sure, or something, sure. you know? This I is, like, our intro. I would love to have you on this podcast literally whenever you want. I just no, invited myself. No, the door okay. is open, <laughs> Like, you you know that I have always had an open door policy, but I want you to know more specifically with uh, this podcast, 
it is an open door policy. Of course. So I sweet. hope you have a really lovely evening smelling those croissants and hanging out with Sammy. Thank you. Yes, you too. I'm going to go enjoy some soup. I'm pretty yeah, sure you said I'm you just made some, right? downstairs to have soup right after this. <laughs> so, cheers, cheers to, to I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye.